communities and you don't really see that many and it's almost like they're not as inviting to the women yeah um but i definitely feel like tarkov is way more inviting when it comes to women streamers and gamers yeah um but like for me uh I didn't know how inviting it was. So whenever I met Sigma, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And like Sigma was the one that like took me under her wing and like yeah. told, like helped me with everything. So I thought that was really cool that the women were all supportive of each other, you know, because yeah. it's not like that in other communities, really. Gingy, welcome to this special uh, Tardux episode on BSG's channel. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for joining us and thank you for BSG for inviting us. Um, so what for those who have never seen a Tardux podcast, what it is, it's a podcast for content creators to come share their experiences, stories and advice. And today I have Gingy and Gingy, what we normally do is we start the pod off with three random questions just to get things rolling. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So what was for Christmas dinner? Christmas dinner? Um, well, stuffing, ham, and like, it's so, it was some type of corn, creamed corn. Yeah. Um, but there's other things I just not really. Yeah. yeah. I like so now, stuffing and creamed corn. where I'm from in Newfoundland, our stuffing, or we call it dressing, is like a really moist, it's a moist yeah. stuffing or dressing. What do you guys, what's your. That's, that's what we make in our family. Okay. But cool. I don't know if it's just because like that's, it was like a thing in our family, like generations or something. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So second question, what was your last, last Tarkov raid and what was the outcome? My last Tarkov raid. Okay. So I was trying to get a quest done that I had been talking to Pestilly about. We, we spent like, I don't know, it was like some crazy, like eight or nine hours trying to figure out this one quest. And we were like messaging each other back and forth about it. And I still haven't done it because for some reason, ever since we figured out what we need to do, I've been running into players nonstop. Oh, no. I'll just be like running through like five people. And then the raid is like almost over. I'm like, what? I can't. I've been in all these firefights. <laughs> I haven't even been able to get it done. So that was the outcome. I still have not been able to do that. And I've been trying for three raids. Yeah. Well, last stream. It was three wow. raids. I was trying to go and do it since we figured it out. And yeah, pretty much got nothing done but killed people. All right. Well, that's okay. At least you're surviving, right? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Last question. What was the last TV show or movie you watched? Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, do streamers watch TV? Oh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, well, I stream so much that I can't even remember what I last watched. And I guess you add in wipe. So you've okay. Probably, wait, oh. I remember 
the last thing I actually like watched, like sat down and watched, and it's been a while, The Witcher. Okay. That's, that's a good show. All right. So now we're warmed up. Let's roll into it. So before you first hit that go live button, what's your background? What did you do? <laughs> um, so I don't know if I should get into all of the emotional details. That's I okay. can. It doesn't matter. I just, I don't know if people want to hear that stuff. But um, before streaming, um, <clears throat> I, w- I managed different companies. Um, things happened. I went through a really hard time in my life. And yeah. I went through some major depression that I didn't want to get out of bed. Which, you know, sometimes that happens in life. And I literally would lay in bed and just watch people stream video games because that's that was like my escape and so one day i was watching my friend american dad and he was playing target i was like whoa this looks so cool this was like four years ago yeah and i was like man this game looks so cool because like i play call of duty and i think this would be such more fun because it's so more like just all technical with everything yeah and so I asked him about it, and then I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't because I don't have a PC because I was yeah. a console gamer. And then I saw Lupo playing it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, now Lupo's playing it. So now I really want to play it. And so then I, um, I, I was talking to my dad. I was like, Dad, I know I don't have a job right now, but there's this game called Escape from Tarkov, and I really want to ga- play it, but I also want to start streaming it because I've always wanted to start streaming and my dad was like, oh, I don't know. There's not really anything behind streaming. Yeah. I was, I was like, please, like, can it be my Christmas present or something, like, early? So um, <clears throat> on Black Friday, I found a PC, and I was like, Dad, this PC is only $600. Could I somehow, like, get it? And I'll even, like, do little things to where, like, I pay you back money or something yeah he's like okay okay so we bought the 600 hundred dollar pc and then i started streaming um just because of things that happened i got the pc in like december and then i started streaming in march yeah and um that's where it came from i just started oh, wow. playing tarkov and yeah tarkov was the first started game you there. streamed too it was my first pc game yeah holy cow yeah. that's so wild it started there Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And so let's go back. So you said you were a console gamer. When did games start for you at, you know, when you were a lot younger or did you? Discover- oh, I was really young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I would probably started playing around like five or six, oh, like shoot. really, really young. Yeah, really young. So and what were the first consoles? An Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So that that was fun. My favorite game probably of all times is still the Nintendo 64. It's Mario Party. Yeah. That was, I don't know, something about Mario Party back then. It was just a blast. Nice. And now over the years, so you graduated to, I'm I'm assuming, PS uh, PlayStation or an Xbox to jump into the first person shooters. Yeah. So it's funny because so I went from Nintendo 64 and I actually then I went to Game Boy. Oh, I got a okay. Game Boy, and then my best friend bought me like it was a Game Boy Advance SP or whatever the one that's that flips, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And so then I went from that to an Xbox. I was like, Xbox, great. It's the best thing. And then my friends were like, no, you need a PS <laughs> um, 2 or 3. 3? I don't even know. Yeah. Because that's what they all games. So then I got that. I was like, oh, this is way better. And so then I went from PS4 to PC. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. Lord. And now what were some of your favorite games back on the console, like from the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox series? <laughs> Um, my favorite, it would, okay, so, <clears throat> sorry. My favorite would have had to been probably, like, back then when Destiny 1 was a thing. Yeah. Destiny 1, it was just all around an amazing game. And then they decided to change things and make it Destiny 2, and it just was not the same. I didn't go yeah. back to it. I was just like, whatever, because I had played since Alpha, of destiny one until it ended um but then like even throughout all of that like i have played call of duty since the first game that ever came out yeah um but then i found tarkov and i was like oh like call of duty doesn't even interest me anymore like it doesn't compare right. to anything yeah like <laughs> nope, so now i so just true. i don't even like really anytime a new call of duty game comes on I'm just like oh whatever yeah like it, it is just you know yeah and how big of an adjustment was it jumping from console to pc because you know you've been using a controller for so many years and now you yeah know, you're taking down probably the hardest game to learn with the steepest learning curve add in a mouse and keyboard combo yeah it um you know it was really hard so <laughs> this is actually really funny to get used to tarkov like playing on the keyboard I actually um, got Minecraft. Okay. And I played Minecraft like off stream to get like me used to using the keyboard and everything. And I think that's why until the like till this day, I still use as my interact button E yeah. instead of F. <laughs> I can't like if I if there's a game that has F, I cannot do it. Like there's just something about the movement because in minecraft you use e you know yep. so i have to change it every time and it's pretty funny <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah. so now you what made you jump into streaming you said just you saw a couple of your friends stream it and you wanted mm -hmm. to get involved into it what do you remember the first time you went live and you had people actually come into your stream where you're like oh my god what do i do how do i act you know I don't, I like, I remember like around that time when I first started streaming, I don't remember like the first day, Yeah. but I remember like the first week and just thinking, cause I like people told me, oh, like you're just going to have like one viewer or like no viewers for a long time. You have to grow. You have to do this. You have yeah. to do that. And it wasn't like that for me. I just like, and I, I didn't know like what was going on because I was yeah. like, am I getting view botted? Like, how am I supposed to talk to people? And it was so strange to have people in my stream because I was like, I don't know. It's almost like you feel weird to talk to them because they're not like face to face. Yeah. So sometimes like this sounds so silly, but I'd be like, I don't see that comment. Like, <laughs> I'm not looking over there. You know, just because you're like, am I supposed to say something to that? Like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's something you have to like get used to. And it's it's very strange at first, but yeah. you get used to it and then it becomes normal. Nice. 
And now, how about that first time you you somebody raids you with that large group of you know viewers? You know, somebody's taking their party to your place now, and you're going from X number to triple X. How do you yeah. you know how do you prepare for that? Um, I don't okay think you? you can prepare for that. Um, it the first time I got raided like that, it was very um overwhelming i didn't know what i was supposed to do what i was supposed to say and i think the the main problem because i did this when people get raided by like a big host um a big streamer host whatever i'm trying to say um i think the main problem is they stutter a lot over the words and they take their like prolonging of like their gameplay yeah and a lot of times people want to see gameplay, but they're just sitting there for like half an hour. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Yeah. It's like, hey, you should show them their game your gameplay so they know if they want to stick around, like if you like interact and stuff. Yeah. I think that's like something that I struggled with when I would get raided by bigger streamers because yeah. I didn't know how to act. I think that's probably one thing I could give someone to not yeah. do. Okay. But yeah. Cool. And now, you know, since you went live, you know, what's what are some of the tougher things to deal with? You know, because people think, oh, you know, playing video games on, on a stream is easy. It's, you know, it's just playing games. And there's just so much more than that. What's been some of the harder things for you? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it definitely um, seems like it's easy because, you know, just video games. Like, you get to just chill out. And uh, some people just think it's just nothing. Like, it's not work. But... It definitely is um playing a video game and also looking at chat that is some of the hardest thing to learn like yeah. not ignoring chat while gaming is crazy um yeah. I, I don't know like there there's so many things um because you're sitting there for you know from you know six to eight 13 or 14 hours at a time just, yeah, I you know, mean, you're not interacting with anybody from a face to face or a talking standpoint. Yeah, I think the main thing I would say is probably it's very um, draining mentally. Yeah. And I know. So like if you were to go out and work a job where you're like standing and walking, it, that's draining physically normally and yeah. sometimes um, mentally a little bit here and there. But for some reason, streaming is extremely mentally draining and i think that's why i sleep a lot now yeah. than before um but i think that's probably the hardest thing is how mentally draining it is and people don't realize that until they actually get into streaming like yeah. this yeah so yeah. yeah so many people that have been on the pod talk about when they disconnect or sign off they just need to lay down and just you know not talk to anybody mm-hmm. and yep. yeah it's it is draining and you need that to is be literally on. what i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah because soon as you hit that go live button you've got to be on you've got to be happy because nobody wants yeah. to watch somebody who's not you know not happy yeah i mean for the most part i'm normally happy but if i'm ever having an issue i'm extremely like an honest person just very open and so if i'm having a rough day i literally just tell my chat hey this is what i'm going through so if i come off a different way i'm so sorry let me know like it's not intentional but this is like, why am I act like this? This is why yeah. I'm so tired, you know? And they are so understanding. It's not like it's going to really ruin the vibe because then they're like, oh, this is why. 
Yeah. You know, and I know some people aren't that open about things, but that's how I like to run my channel because I always want people to feel welcome to be open nice. about things that they're going through so we can also help them, you know? Well, that's cool. Yeah. And now over the last few years, what's been some of the highlights since you first hit that go live button? Um, the highlights, um, just meeting all of the people that I get to meet that I've like looked up to or watched on streams. It's like kind of surreal that I'm like able, like I'm friends with them now, you yeah. know, it's just so weird. Um, also getting like drops from BSG, like, I mean, if it wasn't for drops for BSG that they gave me, I probably wouldn't hit some crazy goals of being like, you know, there was once, I think last drops, I was in the top 10 women streamers for three months because oh, wow. of that. Yeah. And that was a goal I would have never been able to hit without BSG. And yeah. that was definitely a highlight of my career for sure. Nice. Yeah. And now, you know, speaking of women streamers, you know, I've, I came into this community a couple of years ago and I'm just, I was amazed on how many kick-ass lady streamers we have mm -hmm. in the Tarkov community, you know, yeah. Munition, Sigma, you, Nixia, it's just, it's, you know, there's so mm -hmm. many great, you know, content creators out there that are, that are women. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, What's your 100%. take on it? I think it's awesome because I go to other communities and you don't really see that many and it's almost like they're not as inviting to the women. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel like Tarkov is way more inviting when it comes to women streamers and gamers. Yeah. Um, but like for me, uh, I didn't know how inviting it was. So whenever I met Sigma, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And like Sigma was the one that like took me under her wing and like, yeah. told, like helped me with everything. So I thought that was really cool that, the women were all supportive of each other, you know, because yeah. it's not like that in other communities, really. Yeah. 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 I've heard that. So I've heard that from many of the lady streamers that who've, you know, met Sigma and Sigma, like you said, they took her under, mm -hmm. you know, they, she took her under the wing. Yeah. We've got, we've got such a great community, I think, from that aspect of things. Yeah. I actually, I learned Tarkov from Sigma. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool because I was mainly a solo gamer teaching myself Tarkov. And then I met Sigma and I'm like, dude, I need help. Like, can I play with you? So, um, and I didn't play in any teams. So she definitely had to get used to me TKing her because that happened a lot. <laughs> but she grew to, you know, yeah. love me. So <laughs> oh, that's awesome. it, was, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, now, something else I, I like to hear from people who come on the podcast is their Twitch partner story. You know, where, how did you find out? What was your reaction? You know, how many times did you apply? Mm -hmm. What is your partner story? Um, so my partner story is, I, I can't remember the date. Um, <laughs> I think it's in August. So I started in, I'm pretty sure it's in August. I started in, I started March 17th streaming. And then, um, I mean, after a few months, I was like averaging like six to 800 yeah. and I had put an application in then and they were like, well, we just don't know if you're going to retain these viewers. So we yeah. don't want to give you a partnership yet. And so I felt really discouraged and I went to Sigma. I was like, they didn't accept it. What do I do? And she's like, don't worry about it. It always happens. Like just re yeah. reapply. And, um, 
So then I replied second time. He didn't come back to me for like eight weeks. I was oh, like, wow. did I not like get accepted? What's going on? And then out of nowhere, I had gotten off stream one day. And so um, someone like asked me about it. Like they messaged me and I was like, no, it's still not here. And then I went and checked my email and it was in my email. I was just like, oh, okay. And that's, I, I wasn't like I found out on stream or anything. It was yeah. like I was going to bed type thing. <laughs> so then I couldn't go to sleep because I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That's yeah. So cool. And now, you know, if somebody's thinking about going live for the first time, you know, what kind what's some what is some of the advice you would give them? Um, advice is before you start um, stream, you have to have to have to record before and listen to your audio because I always say the number one thing about a stream that is going to get people to stay is your audio because if it's fuzzy if it's if the tone is like too high pitched and like making your mic go all crazy people aren't going to want to stick around with that because it's going to like annoy them or something yeah. you know um I'm not necessarily like you don't really like need a camera or anything but cameras do help People just like to see reactions. That's just yeah. how human nature is. Um, but that would be something is 100% first thing is audio. Make yeah. And make sure your PC can handle like the bit rate and everything because you can go live and you can look on your OBS and it looks fine to you. But what you see on your OBS is not what people are going to see live stream. So you have to test the bandwidth, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably the the main things I would suggest for sure. All right, excellent. And now, how would you describe you know somebody who's never watched you before? What are they in for for a Gingy stream? Um, uh, I mean, I'm very I'm a very laid back, chill person, but I'm also the type of person that likes to be there for people. So, like in my community, I always tell people, no matter what you're going through, if you need someone, I'm there for you. Yeah. No matter how big of a streamer I am, I will always be there. I'll talk to you, say something in chat. Like, I don't want to be that person that lets things get to their head once they become like a bigger streamer. I always want to be that genuine person that I was when I started, you know? Yeah. And that's where I tried to grow my community. And like, that's what we are. You know, we're a family. I yeah. want it to be a space where people can go. They're going through a hard time. This is where they can go and you know, express like what they're going through or just chill out because that's their escape, you know? Yeah. That's, that's my community. That is the really cool thing about what I've, you know, learned, you know, meeting a lot of content creators like yourselves is the communities that you guys have developed is, is pretty amazing. You know, we have people who, you know, they've developed friendships who down the mm -hmm. road, they end up in like wedding parties or meeting them in IRL. And it's just, the, yeah. you end up with better friends that you have than you have in IRL, it seems. Yeah, it is. It's true. Um, I was not a popular kid growing up whatsoever. Um, I was bullied a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Had a really hard time in school. I dropped out in, of high school three times, but I did graduate finally. Yeah. Um, not recently, but like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's also what's made me who I am today, just because I know like how it feels to you know, be bullied and not have friends. Like I was the kid that even the kids that were not cool didn't even want to hang out with. Oh, like no. 
that's just I don't I don't know what it was. I just yeah. I was homeschooled, so I was kind of awkward. You know, I just needed to grow out of that. But I know how that feels, and so I always want to make sure like I'm treating everyone the same because you never know what someone is going through, and if the way you act like treat them will do like change something in their life for them. You know, yeah. so. Right. Yeah, I, that's why I do like have my community like that, you know? Yeah, oh, that's so cool. And it's it's I think being a content creator, you know, streaming, it's, you know, creates a safe environment for people. You're not out in the public, you know, you can mm -hmm. sort of be more relaxed. You know, you don't have to worry, you know, about, you know, other people listening or, you know, sticking in their input. You're you're exactly. controlling the environment. Mm hmm. That's true. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. And now what's, you know, the other piece that I've discovered, you know, meeting, you know, meeting all of you, you know, wonderful people is when you take this on as a full-time job, you don't have, you know, the sick days, you don't have vacations. You've got to build this into, you know, yeah. your, your plan. Yeah. Um, it can be a little nerve wracking sometimes because if you get sick, you're like, Oh, I need to take off. Like I got COVID and I was out of um, streaming for like three weeks because yeah. it was that bad and it's like oh my gosh I don't get sick days like what is this going to do and how's it going to hurt my channel you do worry about that stuff but yeah I, there's something about the Tarkov community they're they're very supportive and they do come back so yeah well that's yeah. good now and you know this that's one other aspect of the community is I've just the, the generosity and the charity that you see everybody come together and, and help out with you know, the different causes. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I personally have not seen a community like Tarkov that does as many charities as they do. Yeah. I mean, you could go to other communities and see that they do a charity, but I feel like the Tarkov community does charity streams all the time just to help out people even like going through hard times yeah so it's it's really cool to see i love it so yeah, yeah gamers doing good things it's you know who exactly. would have thought yeah. yeah and now since you you know you started down this career path was there a certain moment where it just clicked and you said yeah i got this i'm you know this is my full-time gig or was it a, something that just built up gradually over time um you know so my channel grew very fast out of nowhere it was something that doesn't normally happen to people so it was very like is this really happening type moment for me and i think i didn't really like understand that it was actually like happening for a few months because then once i met lupo and he wanted to play i was like oh this is like real like this is actually happening. Like people like like me, they want to know me. Yeah. They want to game with me. Like I have all these people that like to watch and support me and just talk to me and be there for me. Like I think it was like about two months after I started streaming that I was like, this is the real deal. Like this is what I'm going to be doing. I love it. You know? Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So Tarkov, yeah, we, we found out you found it through a friend that got you into it. What was the thing that really hooked you? You know, it's weird. I always think back. OK, so there was a point um, I was watching my friends, um, American Dad. And um, there was a point in the game. 
I don't know why I remember this. It's always this one part um, where he was in customs in dorms and he was on the first floor. And he's like all the way back in the first floor where like all that junk is in front of that door that you can't open. Yeah. And he's like, there's somebody coming in. And he didn't have a good gun. It was like at the beginning of Wipe too. Yeah. So it was all like kids from scavs or something. And it was really dark. I think it was kind of like closer to nighttime. And he's like, I'm going to die here. And it was so like intense. Like, I don't know. I was like on the edge of my seat. And the guy comes in and he kills him just one yeah. tap. And he's like, oh my gosh. And then a second guy comes in and he kills that dude. And that excitement, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I want that because like Call of Duty doesn't give that to you. It's right. just like, oh, you... You W key, gun and go, die, keep going. Like, you know, that yeah. was so like intense and excite, like exciting. And that's what, for some reason, that clip of him is like instilled in my brain. And that's what I wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. And now, you know, what has been the hardest thing to learn about this game for you? Hardest thing to learn. I mean, maybe the PvP. Yeah. Um, I can. So there's. I don't know. I think this was like my second wipe. It was probably my second wipe. So there was this one day. I don't know what happened, but I was always very scared to PvP. Like, yeah. Because I wasn't good at it. But I mean, no one is at the beginning of playing Tarkov, you know? And I always watched, you know, people W key and like get kills. And I'm like, man, I really want to do that. And I think it was also an another thing of maybe losing my gear, maybe a little bit of gear yeah. fear, but I never really had gear fear just because like people that played it told me don't care about your gear. So I always wore the best stuff, yeah. but I was also kind of scared to push people at the same time. So I just remember there was this one day and I remember the exact moment I was in dorms and there was a three man. Yeah. And I just was, I was just standing in a room because I was way too scared to move. And I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. And I said it to my, <laughs> my stream. I was like, I, for now on right now, at this moment, I'm going to push people. I'm not going to be scared. And if I die, I, I just die. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. And so, um, that moment I pushed them and I killed them all. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can actually do this. And so from that moment on, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push people and kill them. Cause that before that, that was probably the hardest thing I had yeah. was PvP. Oh man. So now for somebody who's picking up this game the first time they're jumping into this new wipe, what, you know, what is some advice you'd give them? A new wipe being the, being brand new, honestly, I feel like <laughs> a new wipe is really tough for new players um, at the beginning. If it's like in the middle or at the end, I think yeah. it's a little bit easier. But even at the beginning, I definitely recommend scabbing because scabbing is where you will probably learn your maps the most. Not as a PMC, because as a PMC, you're going in and you're probably dying like five minutes in the raid and then you didn't even get to explore the map. 
So I personally learned my maps the most doing scavs or doing offline. Yeah. And um, offline mode is probably an ex like one of your best options if you're not too familiar with things of like how guns shoot because you can go in and turn on AI and yeah. use the guns and stuff. Um, that's personally how I got better at PvP. Um, I would go on labs um, a few hours a day off stream and I would yeah. practice shooting. I would put it on horde mode so everything would be crazy and running at you. And that's actually something Sigma taught me um, to do offline raids on labs. And so that is how I learned how to use certain guns and my yeah. aim and um, also like changing my senses and my dpi and my mouse so it knows like just adapts to like what i'm good with yeah um but that's probably what i would recommend don't worry about your gear it's gonna happen wipes happen it's gonna leave your inventory anyways so why not try to use it and maybe you'll live with it you know yeah so yeah scabbing offline don't have gear fear cool and it's so much better now that we have online or offline co-op too. So now, oh you can, yeah, oh my it's god, yeah, so much better. Yeah, and that's actually I was actually telling my chat, um, I think like two days ago, if you know, as a new player, this is actually a really great option because I didn't have this. I couldn't just go and PvP my friends to get better at PvP or anything. But now it's like you're new. Oh, let me PvP my friends, and I won't lose any of my gear, and I can learn how the game works, how to peek people, how to fight. In certain situations and that's i love that i think that's amazing because i didn't have that oh, no, yeah. <laughs> i had it the hard way <laughs> so yeah no yeah we had to like yeah we couldn't practice techniques or anything like that or you know no. just, yeah it's it's crazy now you have you know this offline co-op which is oh it's, it's just opened up the door for so many different things you can do yeah that's great yeah, absolutely so now do you prefer to run solo or with a team I prefer solo still. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's because I started playing Tarkov solo. Um, but there's something about solo that is just sometimes really nice. Um, you know, when you kill a five man by yourself, it's just, <laughs> it's very rewarding. It makes yes. me feel like, oh my gosh, I don't completely suck at this game all the time type <laughs> stuff, you know? Um, but it's also playing solo is a lot easier to talk to your chat too. When I mm -hmm. tend to be in a group, I ignore them more, yeah. which I feel bad. Um, but I do, I do like to play with people. I just maybe a duo, maybe yeah. a trio. I just it's too overwhelming. I don't know if it's like my, my ADHD. I can't like it's it's like overstimulation of the brain, and I go, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, with a five man, it's crazy. You've got too many things to keep back, you know, keep track of. And I think, you know, what this game shows us as humans is we are awful at communicating. You've got five people saying, where am I? I'm over here. Is that you? And it's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. chaos ensues. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Now, you know, and, and you were just talking about, you know, when you play with others on, on stream, it's like you kind of like worry, you know, you don't not worried about chat, but you like feel like you're being left out. And I had you know, deadly on one time. And he talks about, you know, he's mainly a solo gamer, but mm -hmm. when he does play with other people, he lets chat know, Hey, chat, today's a special day. I'm playing with Jesse or whoever. And, you know, I'm going to be more or less focused on him. And then mm -hmm. tomorrow we'll be back with, you know, just our normal day-to-day -day thing. 
Yeah, I do. I do apologize to chat. I'm like, hey, I'm playing with this person today, so I won't be interacting as much. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. So if there's something I missed, just yell at me, you know? Yeah. So. And then to add on to, you know, you say you enjoy playing, you know, solo on stream. I had Pestily once describe, you know, Tarkov as saying it's the best game to stream because you have, mm -hmm. you know, the pregame where you're, you know, setting up, building out your character. Then while you're going into raid, you've got that interaction. While yeah. you're in the game, then it's sort of like your focus. And then when you come out, you've got, you know, more time to interact with chat. Exactly. Yeah, I, I do agree. It is the best game to stream for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So now your streamer item. What is the yeah. story behind the streamer item? So it's the four leaf clover, correct? Yes. The keychain. So the, the thought about behind that is obviously I'm part Irish. Yeah. Um, I have not lived there, but I my background is Irish. I have red hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I don't know what it is about my RNG in the game. It yeah. is literally insane. Like, you give me an item, I will probably find it. I don't know what it is. Maybe BSG just loves me that much that I get like extra RNG. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so when I was thinking about it, I'm like, what is something that everyone knows me about? My RNG, my loot luck is just like, like nobody else's. I was like, dude, I'm Irish. I could do like four leaf cover because it's lucky. And so I was like, okay, well, what would like four leaf cover, but how would I incorporate that in? I'm like, yeah. I want it to be something that people want to use. Like, you know, I don't want it to be just like something that you find and it's like, oh, I'll just put this in here for Kappa and not use it. But I've had a lot of people. You know, since you can put keys in it, they're like, I use it at the beginning of wipe. It's great. It's like perfect for beginning of wipe. So yeah, that's why I thought of the keychain. I was like, I can do a four leaf clover keychain. This will be awesome. Oh, so that's, that's how that came about. Nice. And now when did, you know, did, did you have any input onto the design of it or they came back with some, Hey, how does this look? And, um, they asked me for examples, but they designed it. So now what's your take on the new wipe? The new wipe? I'm having so much fun playing streets. Um, it's been a little buggy, but that's to be expected. Yes. Like it, it, it is, is what it is. That's how all games go on a new map or new game, you know, but uh, it's been fun. I, uh, I've been kind of wrecking people on streets. <laughs> not going to lie. It's been feeling great. Um, I think, Yesterday, I went on like a 10 win streak of this killing the whole lobby. So that was pretty fun. And then, you know, I go and die to a Mosin kid to the Florex. <laughs> it just happens. But yep. I've been really enjoying streets. It's been my go-to for PvP for yeah. sure. Nice. And now what's yeah. your early wipe setup? What's your go-to, you know, your gun you like to roll with? What's the early armor you like to, to roam? Um, armor, <laughs> whatever I find. <laughs> um, okay. So honestly, what I normally do is, uh, I actually normally run a Mosin. This wipe has been a little different just because I want to play streets, but yeah. normally I run a Mosin for like the first, whatever, how many it takes me to get like to level four or five sniper. 
um that's normally all i run and normally um sometimes i just run it without armor yeah <clears throat> so that's what i normally do but this wipe i've taken a different approach and i've used a lot of ak's mm -hmm. um sks sks dude there is something about the sks right now it is i think they kind of i don't know I, they've done something to like hit register i feel like because um i don't know people are dying a lot easier especially yeah. with 855 i've been using the mdr the nice. um, 556 mdr so that's been slapping people too nice and now how how do you approach wipe from a quest standpoint are you running to get all the quests knocked out or are you just going in there for the pvp engagement okay so normally i do a run to kappa um, normally I push myself to be like one of the first ones to get Kappa. This wipe, I'm not, I just don't care because I think in the past I cared too much what people might've thought of me and this yeah. wipe, I'm just like, you know what? I know what abilities I have. I know what I can do. I've done it in the past. There's no reason why I need to push my body to the limit right. just to prove something to someone that it just doesn't even matter. Like it's just a Kappa. It doesn't mean you're good at the game anyways. Right. Yep. And True. so I'm kind of just taking it slow right now um, compared to the previous ones. But I definitely recommend, like, if you're trying to quest, um, scaving is really good to get quest items. Um, yeah. Normally at the beginning, what I do is I do a scav before I do a PMC. So I go do a scav and I normally try to find all of my Salawas on woods at the medical camp. Yeah. And then I'll go and do a PMC. But what I do is I inspect everything at my traders. So then I get level two and then I can do Jaeger. So then my first raid as a PMC will also be on woods to go get the letter to unlock Jaeger. Yeah. And then I buy I buy the sh the MP133 shotguns as soon as I get Jaeger, because now chat, all of the MP133s are sold out within one mm -hmm. second. So that is that is what you guys should do Absolutely. If you need those shotguns. <laughs> and now, after you've been playing this so many wipes, do you still get that adrenaline rush? And what gives, what is the, is it different than, you know, what it used to be? No, it's still the same. I yeah. still get the adrenaline rush. Um, it's weird because I don't get it every time. It's just in certain wipes, um, certain wipes. It's, it's just in certain fights. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Like, sometimes I'll be completely fine. Like, I'll kill a three-man and, yeah. like, not even phase. And then there's other times where I get the adrenaline rush, I'm shaking, and it's just <laughs> one person. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what was that about, you know? So it definitely does happen at least a few times a stream, and yeah. the jump scares still happen. That does not change. That will forever be something, you know? Just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this game, there's something special about this game. You know, you, you no encounter is ever really the same. And one encounter could last 45 minutes or, you know, 40 minutes, just cat and mouse around a, a large map. Yeah. Um. So like right now, streets, there's so many people on it. I was telling you, um, I'm literally going and I don't know what it is about the scav players, too. There are so many scav players. Yeah. And so I'll like kill like three to five people and then i'll kill like 10 scav players and by the time i'm done pvping the race like <laughs> seven minutes left and i'm like 
I didn't get to do my quest. So, <laughs> um, it's okay, but I love the PvP. Like, it is the best on streets right now, for sure. So, I've, yeah. I've been having fun. Nice. And now, when you come into a new wipe, you know, what quest do you not look forward to? Like, oh, God, that quest is going to kill me. Hmm, the quest I don't look forward to. I feel like this is a favorite. <laughs> Capturing outposts. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a that's fun a one. one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be changed this time. And now how about your favorite quest? What one do you look forward to unlocking the most? My favorite one? Okay, this is probably going to be like some people going to be like, huh? Um, Shooter Born in Heaven. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I love sniping. Sniping is like my favorite thing to do in Tarkov. And just getting that kill, the feeling you get when you complete a map, it is one of the best feelings ever. So yeah, I, there's there's something there's something about sniping that I just love in yeah. Tarkov. Absolutely, yeah. Nothing feels good. Nothing feels better than when you get that you know long range kill and the, you know, that notification yeah. that yeah completed you know this map is done. It's like all right, cool. exactly. Absolutely. And now from the from a boss's standpoint, which boss, you know, is sort of like your nemesis? He just got your number. Hmm. I want to say Sanitar. Yeah? Yeah. Um, last swipe, he killed me in some ways that I didn't think was possible, but he, <laughs> he proved me wrong. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Sanitar is it's very weird because Sanitar is either very... Like predictable or not predictable it's like oh i just killed him that was easy and then other times it's like you peek a little tiny hole in the wall or something and you just yep. got head eyes and you're like i'm sorry sanny um what happened to you <laughs> so yeah that's probably yeah. my nemesis for sure all right and how about your favorite map what is your favorite map out of you know all these great maps they've designed and, and you know let us play on oh Okay, I've got to say my my new favorite map is streets. Nice. It's got to be streets. Um, before yeah. it was woods and customs because mm -hmm. woods for sniping, customs just because the, overall the PvP is just some of the best PvP. Um, yeah. But streets, it kind of has it all. You can snipe, you can PvP close. Like there's, it's just it's great. I love it. Nice. And the yeah, loot's they... nice too. And yeah, and they just did such a great job with it. Mm -hmm. They did. It's beautiful. Yeah. And now, when you're rolling with other people, who are your who's the crew that you you roll with mainly? Um, it's very. I don't know. I I don't have like one person I like really play with. Um, I mean. I guess the main people I probably would play with right now. I mean, Sigma's been a little bit busy, so but I used to play with her a lot. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll still play, but just during the busy times when like evasion and everything, um, probably not as much. Um, I play with Gibbon. Yeah. Um, I play with Trey. Um, I don't, know, I don't really I I play a lot of solos, but. 
Gibbon does get to game with me a lot just because, you know, he likes to annoy me. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> hopefully he's not watching this. No, I'm kidding. I love oh, him. Oh, I'm sure he is. Um, when he was on the podcast, he called you out to come on, on the Tardux uh, podcast. Yeah. Man, that guy is so funny. Oh, what a big yeah. heart he has. Yeah. Gibbon is awesome. I love him. We just, we give each other crap all the time. Yeah. So I had to give him some now, so. See, the fact that you name so many people just, it, it's, that's the really cool thing about this community. You know, the Tarkov mm -hmm. community is like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or you're an established, everybody plays well together. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, I was kind of scared to ever ask like people like newer, um, like I was new, like I was scared to ask them because I was new like to game, but people yeah. are very open and accepting. Um, other new streamers to game with them. I I am, I just, I like to play solo. Yeah. But if there, you know what? If there is one person I actually do game with, but normally it's off stream because we stream at different times is Blueberry Gabby. Okay. Um, she's a really good friend of mine too, but it's just not on stream because schedules yeah. are just flip-flops, so. Ah, yeah, that was actually going to be something I was going to ask you. Who's, you know, somebody flying under the radar that people should check out? So Blueberry Gabby. Yeah, um, she has been a long supporter of mine. And um, one day I told her, I was like, you need to stream. Like, you're really good at this game. I don't know why you don't stream it. And she did. And she's been killing it ever since. She's great. Nice. So now with Arena, we've gotten some, you know, screenshots being dropped. I got to think that's mm -hmm. something that's going to be right up your alley. Oh, dude, I am so excited. When I saw those screenshots, I was like, oh, this was made for me. <laughs> because, you know, I love the whole aspect of how Tarkov is run, but I also like the matches how, you know, in Call of Duty, like um, Search and Destroy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is literally like the best thing ever. Like this is going to be, I feel like it's going to be bigger than like Call of Duty in that way, you know, because yeah. it's, best of both worlds you know um but i definitely think that i feel like tarkov is going to do it way better implementing like matches and stuff for sure yeah i agree yeah I'm looking forward to that one so now you know when you disconnect you're signing off for the day what mm -hmm. you know what do you what's life away from the computer what are some of the things you enjoy to do away from the computer honestly as soon as i get off if, I mean, I do check like my emails. I upload my videos so my editor can do things. Um, but sometimes like that couch behind me, <laughs> I just lay down and I'm like, that was a good day. And sometimes I fall asleep for like a half an hour or something. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, cause it's tiring. Um, but normally I'll just like go up, see what my, you know, my parents are doing. Yeah. Um, see if they're doing anything for dinner. Or if I can like get them dinner or something. So I don't know. I'm very, I'm very relaxed type person. But you know how like you were asking me about like watching movies. I, yeah. I, I really don't watch movies after stream because I've been like looking at a screen all day. I just, right. I literally just lay in silence sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a, a couple of people on. They do the same thing. Like they have, they have kids and they say in the, you know, the way their system is set up is like, you know, the, the wife knows that when he disconnects, Keep the kids out for an hour. He just needs quiet because mm -hmm. just, yeah, you need to disconnect. Yeah. 
That's yeah, true. Absolutely. So now, you know, any uh, any plans or goals for this year that you're you're looking forward to? Hmm. I don't know. I I haven't. So I haven't really made any um, plans yet, only because of the unknown of all the quests and what's going on in Tarkov. Yeah. So I think I'm just playing this wipe by ear. Yeah. And then maybe next wipe it will change. I don't really know. I'm kind of curious. I've been like, I have a theory that I feel like maybe this wipe is going to be longer than the last one. But yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. But just because I feel like there's a lot of quests we don't know about. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I'm kind of curious if Kappa is still level 55. So I'm sure I'm, somebody will be racing the, you know, that's the race right now. Somebody's yeah, I mean, people are racing it this year. I'm I'm not doing that, but I don't know. It seems kind of like if there's this, if there's really this many new quests, I question if it is level 55 because yeah. you wouldn't be able to do all the quests, I feel like, before level 55. But maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm <laughs> wrong because there definitely seems to be a lot a lot more quests so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll something see. something i think bsg does really well is just you know hide a lot of stuff from us mm -hmm. and then as things progress we get these you know sort of videos they do such a good job interact using social media to tie things in with the game and i just yeah that's so good yeah that's like um yesterday me and pest were trying to figure out that one quest and pest is like messaging him can i have it <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because it was it was so much fun i'm like where did you look did you look here did you look there like where is this item and it was just it was it's exciting to like not really know how to do a quest but like trying to figure it out it's like i don't know it's almost like i want to stream even longer because it's like so exciting to figure that out and not just know how to do it you know right yep absolutely yeah. So did you make it to uh, TwitchCon this year or? I did. I did actually, which it was a little rough because um, I actually got sick oh, no. before TwitchCon. Um, it wasn't COVID, thank God. Yeah. So I was still allowed to go and meet people, but I definitely yeah. was trying to make sure I kept my distance because I don't want to make anyone sick. But apparently everyone else got COVID, so... Maybe because I was sick, I kind of lucked out on not getting COVID. I don't really know. Um, but at least I can say I didn't give them COVID. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people so, got sick, but it was it yeah. was really neat to see all the pictures that how, you know, all the Tarkov community got together and, and just, mm -hmm. yeah, hung out. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, that was the first time I got to meet everybody. So yeah. it was very... It was strange. And like people asking for like my autograph or picture, I was just like, you don't want that. Like, <laughs> I'm just a normal person. Like, this is weird. You know, yeah. it's, I guess, like when you're behind a camera and then you go to something like that, it just like, you don't realize that like people look up to you, you know? Yeah. And then it like hits you and you're like, well, damn, like, not like, people look up to me like that's really cool you know yeah because you don't yeah, feel it's... like you're special or anything you just feel like a normal person right 
Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had Jesse on the last pod and that was like, uh, I asked him, you know, you went to TwitchCon and you had two, te- you had sort of two versions. You had, you know, TwitchCon as a fan, seeing all these mm-hmm. people that you watch and then TwitchCon yeah. as the celebrity. It's like, you know, you turn this way and there's, you know, XYZ. Stream. Hey, yeah, I love your stuff. And mm-hmm. then you turn this way and there's like your community is like, hey, yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, Because I got to meet people that I looked up to and they're like, wait, what? You want to meet me? I'm like, yeah, like what? So it was just it like went back and forth. And then other people that I got to meet that like was my fans, like it was just so cool. Yeah. Um, Just a crazy experience. It really just made you like rethink things. You're just like. You know, you think you're not really making a difference in people's lives, but you actually are. And it just, it makes you feel really good that you're like doing something, you know, good in the world. So that was, that was definitely an eye opener going to TwitchCon, just experiencing all that because I'm just like this one little person (laughs) that is just, you know, I I didn't know, like I, I did things like that. Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing is I, you know, is that people, when they're done their day, you know, their normal day-to-day job or whatnot, they hop on and they disconnect and they, you know, tune into their favorite content creators, you know, stream and be a part of their community. And it's, mm-hmm. it's an escape for them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So we're getting to the end of this podcast. Is there anything you want to, you know, where people should check you out? Um, Gingy on Twitch. Um... Also, my merch is coming out soon. So if you want a Gingy keychain, we will be making we're making the Gingy keychain. So you can look out for that if that's something that you guys are interested in. Nice. That is yeah. awesome. And now, so at the end of all of my podcasts, I ask the, you know, the guests to shout out somebody that, you know, they should uh, come on the podcast next. Mm-hmm. Who are you throwing under the bus that uh, should come on to Tardox? I think that you should have Blueberry Gabby. I think that would be amazing. She's awesome. I love her personality. She's just all together, wholesome, and loves people. So, Excellent. All right. We'll get her on the pod. And uh, I guess, you know, thank you so much for doing this. Really great to meet you and, and hear your story. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Really awesome.